All right, welcome, 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 welcome to the Friday episode of the Sauscast, only here on Valuetainment, the sexiest financial podcast in the world. This is where finance meets romance. And as you know, as we all know, as Natalia knows, as your mama knows, we're here for one reason, one reason only. We want to see you get paid, laid, and do it your way. Today is a very unique episode with everything that's going on in the world, with social issues and trans stuff and boycotting and go if get woke go broke i said let's figure out if that is actually the case bud light is under fire these days shitstorm so is bud light going to be one of the companies that no longer is here or if you're boycotting bud light is that actually going to affect their bottom line what about companies that have gone woke what's happened to their bottom line we're going to get all that into today we're going to talk about some Go woke, go broke. Uh, we're going to talk about um, conscious capitalism. We're going to go over some terms that are being thrown out there in the atmosphere these days. And we want to get your opinion on what you think is going on in the world. This wokeism, trans stuff, LGBT, identification, um, all the nonsense and some nonsensical things that are actually happening. Um, we've got some famous people weighing in on it. We're going to let you know that. We're going to we're here, obviously you know where I stand on some of this stuff if you've seen any of our episodes, but we're gonna sort of take an impartial view. We're gonna back up, say this is the good, the bad, the ugly of actually what's happening out there. So we have a, we have a, we're going rapid fire today. It's Friday, the Miami Heat are playing. You know I gotta get to that Heat game right there. Hopefully they make it to the playoffs. Bing, 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 bing. We got Natalia Devalle in the house, bing, the baddie bing, with bing, the Jamaican bing, bing. patty. Nat, how you feeling? What do you want the people to know? <laughs> awesome. I'm feeling good. I'm super excited for today's episode. I think this is a trending topic, and um, it's money-related, so I'm always excited mm -hmm. when we talk about money. Money, social <laughs> issues, All relationships, finance, romance. Everything. You so. know how we do over here. If this is your first time watching Valuetainment and watching the Sauscast, welcome. Tip of the cap to you. This is what we do. If you're a return customer, return viewer, we're happy to have you back. We love you. We and, appreciate and you. And what do you tell them if they're not subscribed, Adam? That their mama's a hoe. Okay. So make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment, and share. Yeah. And let's get this part started. Uh, is your mom subscribed, by the way? subscribed with the okay. bell on. And okay. she shares and likes. We so don't need to be calling your mom anything. No. Shout out to your mom. She will come at you. You're Shout not. out to mom. We love you. <laughs> um, we got Joey in the house. It's a man with the plan who's making things happen from Afghanistan. And, <laughs> He's not uh, He's not from, okay, my bad. Jersey, baby. From Jersey. Close I don't know. Afghanistan, New Jersey. I don't know. Just <laughs> Afghanistan rhymed place. with man with plan. Can't say man with the plan from New Jersey. Okay. Well. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Welcome, guys. Let's get right into this thing today. So here, I told you I was going to sort of be unbiased and sort of be a arbiter of the conversation, of arbiter of truth. And we'll weigh on some things that are actually sane, actually ridiculous. So what I wanted to do is start the episode off with just defining some of the terms that are thrown out there into the atmosphere, into the social construct, into the malaise of life. And uh, let's get right into some of these terms. You let me know if you've heard these terms before. You let me know if I butchered the term. I don't get everything right. I get most of the stuff right. You know, you can't fool everybody all the time, you know, that whole thing. So you let me know if you're heard, familiar with these terms and we'll go from there. Here are the top trending terms that are used in the woke activism lifestyle. So number one is woke. So the definition of woke has sort of changed and evolved over time as people have clutched on to what woke is. So it used to be sort of to be informed, enlightened, and educated on social injustices that have happened in America, around the world, to certain types of people. 
I think we can all kind of agree that certain people have been marginalized, certain communities that have been victimized. You know, I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. You know about that one. Yeah. Um, who said that, by the way? You. That was Malcolm X. Okay. Malcolm X. Um, but now it is sort of transformed into being overly sensitive, overly politically correct, and that's sort of where it's taken on a new life, this woke-ism. So it's kind of been, started off as more of a positive word, I would say, an enlightened word, and now it's sort of been a word that is just sort of uh, identified with victimhood and uh, basically just lowest common denominator, and a lot of people think that it is now a negative term. Mm -hmm. So uh, what do you think? Is woke a negative term mm -hmm. or is it a positive term? We'd love to get you weighing on that. So that's woke. Then, speaking of corporations, there's a couple um, letters of the alphabet that they use to describe certain types of policies and certain types of agendas. There's DEI. You familiar with this? Mm -hmm. DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. I remember I did an episode back in 2000 when the NASDAQ went woke, where basically you're just hiring people just by the basis of them being a female or them being black or them being Latina or them being trans or you have to have a LGBTQ member on your board mm. just to say you check that box. But maybe they're not necessarily the best person, man, woman, they, them for the job. So that's DEI, policies and programs that promote representation and participation of different groups, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Then you have something that, uh, that corporations sort of judge themselves on. This is called ESG, which stands for environmental, social, and government mm. issues, governance issues. So we, we had Vivek Ramaswani, yeah. boss-ass dude. He came on a PBD podcast. Uh, Pat, myself, and Vivek had a conversation. I was like, after the podcast, I was like, dude, I got to give you a compliment. You're so smart but also you kind of break things down so people can basically understand them. Since then, I'm not saying it's because of us, but basically he launched his presidential uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. He's running for president as a Republican. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually sat and listened to him at Anthony Pompilano's Pomps event down in Miami. The guy's a beast. So he's basically anti-ESG. He's basically saying, focus on profits, not wokeism. That's mm -hmm. kind of what that is. So companies' performance regarding ESG. Then you have conscious capitalism or woke capitalism that's business operating ethically while chasing profits you know milton freeman basically used to say listen the, a company's sole responsibility is profits right. for the shareholders mm -hmm. since then people are talking about stakeholder capitalism they're talking about this conscious capitalism and basically infusing wokeism culturalism all the identity politics into the bottom line of corporations. Does that actually pay off? That's a conversation we're gonna have today. Mm. A couple more terms. You got virtue signaling. That's public expression of opinion to show good character. So I'm just gonna virtue signal that I'm actually a good person, but behind closed doors, maybe it ain't so good. Okay. You got cultur cultural appropriation. This is more um, of a term that you hear when you're basically hijacking someone's cultural identity. It's inappropriate adoption of customs and practices of a marginalized group. Gaslighting, I think this was literally the word of the year yes. in 2022. We talked about this on PBD Podcast. This is when you're manipulating someone into questioning their own sanity. You ever been around somebody and they're like, no, 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 yeah, you know, the sky's black. It's like, well, maybe when it rains, but like, 
All right, well, you know, the grass is blue. It's like, no, I don't know about that unless you live in Smurf country. <laughs> they, they say things that basically that just don't kind of add up. That dog don't hunt. That's kind of what happens with gaslighting. Trigger warning. Trigger. Trigger warning. That's a term we've heard before. It's a statement alerting a viewer of a distressing, controversial material. Mm. We do a lot of trigger warnings around here. So trigger warning. <laughs> if you get offended easily, this episode ain't for you. Trigger warning. Okay, then you got gender inclusive. This is not discriminating against sex, social gender, or gender identity. Uh, this, we got gender pronouns, and basically this is the, you know, how someone wants to be identified while talking to them. This is the he, she, they, them, his, her, sis, all that kind of stuff like that. Oh, it's just kind of hard to keep up. <laughs> It really take a, is. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I'm trying my best <laughs> over here. Then you got gender binary. This is the belief that there's only two genders. Nat, what are those two genders, just to be clear? Male and female. Oh, everybody. my God. You just male got canceled. Male and female. No. You just got canceled. Look, I have blue nails How for dare the males. You? I got the pink jacket for the ladies. How dare you? Two. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting when the, you ever see like a baby reveal party. We're having a baby reveal yeah, party. Yeah. <laughs> it's either blue or pink. Or pink. It's never like orange. <laughs> Yellow. Could you imagine? I don't know. All right. I got then. a. <laughs> I think we're having something. I got a red one. It's like, what is that? A purple. Okay. All right. So well, it's something. interesting at these gender reveal parties that it's just pink or blue, but somehow as they go through life, next thing you know, they're well. Now they're doing like all sorts of colors. white ones. Like they're doing like neutral colors. Mm. Yeah. The worst is when they're like, we're gonna do this gender reveal. We're gonna shoot up a thing, and next thing there's an explosion. The whole party. Like, <laughs> the, you ever seen these things? No, no, no. Fireworks nonsense. No. Just be careful what you're doing your gender reveal parties. Non-binary. That's the next term. Not conforming to the gender binaries, which is they, them. You can you be both? Some people can, I guess. Then you got. It used to just be LGBT, but now it's Two LGBTQ plus, and someone threw a pie sign in here. I don't know what that is, but that's two spirit, lesbian, gay, bisexual, <laughs> transgender, queer, or questioning, and additional sexual orientations or gender identities. Do you? <laughs> and then you have something that is very controversial. That is the, the threat of being called transphobic. Uh -oh. And transphobic is when you have a strong prejudice or hate against trans people. Oh. Now, trigger warning, Beep. we may say things that may offend certain groups but there's no hate towards anybody today Correct. we don't hate anybody like i used to say when i used to do stand-up comedy it ain't racist if you make fun of everybody equally yeah. you single out one group or you hate one group i don't like jews i don't like blacks i don't like mexicans i don't like nat oh yeah that's uh that is what is known <laughs> as racist that is not what we do there with that being said uh we're gonna get right into this episode today and it is get woke go broke Question mark? Kind of like, I'm Ron Burgundy? You ever see that, Anchorman? <laughs> so get woke, go broke. So it's been said um, quite often that companies that embrace woke capitalism, here's what happens to them. They alienate customers, they drive away employees, mm. and the most important thing probably is that they lose profits for investors. But the question I have, is that actually true? Do the numbers mm. actually support this dun 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 we've got some facts for you so the question is do socially neutral companies that focus on profits outperform companies that basically jump on the woke bandwagon right mm. do if you get woke do you actually go broke as a corporation we're about to find out today mm. uh and beyond that do boycotts people that are upset with companies do boycotts actually affect the bottom line of major brands 
sneak preview, not as much as you would think. Well, let's oh. take a look. So Rolling Stone uh, had a very interesting article that we're going to sort of reference. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tee that up. If we can show the, the article, uh, just so they understand, go to the top so they understand that it is from Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone, yep. not exactly saying that they are the trusted authority on uh, business, the economy, and all this type of stuff, but they did their research. Companies that get woke aren't going broke, is their assessment. They're more profitable than ever. Mm. And they say, sorry, Kid Rock, Bud Light's gonna be just fine. We're gonna figure that out. We're gonna diagnose that today here in the SauceCast. If you're like, oh, dude, I don't know what's happened with Bud Light, what's happened with the trans stuff, get woke, go broke, this is the episode to watch. Yep. So here we go. Here's some companies that have quote unquote gone woke over the last few years. We all remember Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, all the outrage that was happening back in basically 2018 in the NFL. Mm. He was basically in the Super Bowl. This was the Harbaugh Bowl where Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh, 49ers versus the Ravens. He took the team to the Super Bowl, okay? They lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens. The following season, Colin Kaepernick went woke. Mm. He started kneeling, he started uh, wearing Clothing, basically anti-American. People got very upset. He was kneeling. As an, I got no problem with basically, uh, basically just, hey, I don't like what's going on here right now. Right. And uh, stating your opinion, there's no problem with that. So a lot of people did, though. And the way that he did it was sort of anti-American. And a lot of people were pissed off. So Nike, they basically said, all right, well, we're going to make him the face of Nike and what ended up happening Nike. with Nike. What do you think? Did they lose money or did they make money? Um, I think they maybe had a phase where they made some money, but I don't think it was like a innovating campaign for Okay, them. well, here's the deal. Uh, the title of the article, if you can pull that up right one more time. These companies are more profitable than ever. So sneak preview as to what happened with these companies, okay. okay? So Nike sales spiked after its 2018 campaign featuring Colin Kaepernick. A lot of people were upset about that. The company has continued to top expectations for revenue growth in Q4 2022 with a net income reaching 1.4 billion. But now they've utilized the one and only trans activist influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, okay? And we're about to see what happens with that, I think there's a definitely a clear distinction between Colin Kaepernick, athlete, quarterback, versus Dylan Mulvaney, trans activist. We'll see if it backfires for Nike. The jury's still out on that. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, Nike and their campaign with Colin Kaepernick, a lot of people were very upset with the NFL at this time. So let's see what's happened with the NFL. People were fucking pissed. Yeah. I hate the NFL. I'm no longer going to games. I'm no longer playing fantasy football. I'm not watching the NFL anymore. Well, how did that affect the NFL? Well, here's some numbers for you. It turns out, not very much. Mm. Okay? NFL is unbelievably profitable now. Recently, they locked in new media deals worth tens of billions of dollars. They re-upped their uh, contract with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Love him or hate him. Not a fan. He tried to do my boy Tom Brady dirty. Shout out to Dave Portnoy and every, all, everything he did to bring attention to Roger Goodell. Uh, Tom Brady, I think, got the last laugh on that. But NFL is as profitable as ever. Teams are increasing their value 
in record number. Washington Redskins. Oh, sorry. I almost got canceled. Washington Commanders. Careful. Okay. Oh, my God. Careful. Washington Commanders uh, allegedly being sold right now. Dan Snyder might be selling it to Jeff Bezos. Maybe not. Maybe he's not buying it. A new bidder came in for $4 billion. Okay. Mm. I don't know exactly what Dan Snyder bought it for, but I think it was below a billion. So record numbers uh, of value that the teams are increasing. Record viewership across the board. NFL is getting bigger, not smaller. And then here's the bottom line, soaring in-person attendance since COVID. Mm. Okay, people were locked in the house, They're like, fuck it, I'm going to a game. Sunday, church or an NFL game? Let's go Packers. Yeah, upset. I went to church. Let's, you went to church. I went to church. Anyway, the NFL is doing all right. A couple other companies for you to keep in mind. Disney, mm. under fire for wokeness in 2022, where their gross profit was $28 billion, which was a 27% increase from 2021. Now it's 2023. We'll see where their profits come in at. I know their stock has been down big since 20, but the jury, jur the jury's still out on Disney. They've had a lot of backlash with their wokeism, with like the Little Mermaid's now black, or Little Mermaid, oh, yeah. you know, you can't sing, I kiss the girl, or uh, yeah. you seen this? Yes. Go ahead and kiss the Thank girl. You. Love that song. I love when you do that. Now you have to be like, <laughs> You can no longer be like, go ahead and kiss the girl. Now you have to be like, go ahead and ask the girl permission, make sure she's comfortable, and make sure that she's in a right state of mind, make sure she's not drunk, make sure you, you, you ask her parents if you before you can kiss the girl. I don't know, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. A little longer. You know, if a there's a vibe, longer. there's a vibe, go ahead and kiss the girl <laughs> shout out to sebastian the, shout the out lobster he was doing his thing shout out to me <laughs> shout out to sasha shout out to nat shout out to joe all right then you got amazon not as woke as some of these companies but they did face some accusations of political bias and certain types of censorship while they were also laying off thousands of workers hot tip out there people are getting laid off in record numbers recession that's a whole nother episode mm. anyway but it's still beating wall street income forecasts and breaking records of ad revenue with a gross profit of wait for this 150 billion dollars just in q4 of 22 alone mm. okay let me just back 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 it up here okay nike in q4 2022 their net income reached 1.4 billion not bad nike mm -hmm. amazon's like hold my beer not a bud light but they said we got 150 billy so just to put it in context wow. how big of a company Amazon is they doing okay my friend okay United Airlines last few United Airlines incensed certain people yeah. right after COVID with the whole DEI ESG diversity yes. equity inclusion all that fun stuff they said that listen we're straight up not even a question I don't care what your skills are we are planning on hiring half of our incoming pilots to be women and or people of color or preferably both and a lot of people were basically saying, can we just get a motherfucker who can fly the plane all right to fly the plane? I don't care. Just get me there. What they look like, buttercup. <laughs> just fly the plane all right, okay? I don't need you to basically, yeah. you know, get woke in the cockpit, okay? You can get woke in other sort of cockpits, trans. How you doing? But <laughs> a lot of people were like, uh-uh, I don't play this game. Just yeah. get me a dude, a lady, a he, she, I don't care. Make sure that they best person for the job people were incensed but united airlines the company reported a q4 2022 profit 
of $843 million beating Wall, Stru Wall Street expectations. Turns out they were united in their campaign to bring on uh, incoming pilot trainees. Kellogg's, we all know, we all know the cereal brands that are really? out there. Kellogg's launched a campaign in 2021 called Together with Pride. Together with Pride, it was a cereal uh, where they faced a boycott from the American Family Association. Boycott, don't like this, getting too woke. What happened to Kellogg's? Well, net sales climbed 12% to 3.8 billion in Q4 of 2022. Turns out Kellogg's, together with Pride, the campaign worked. Mm. Hmm, interesting. Last one, Keurig coffee. Do you drink coffee a lot, Nat? Um, I stopped drinking coffee. It makes me dehydrated. So I started drinking you, more water. You boycotting Keurig? Uh, didn't say all that. All right. <laughs> anyway, they pulled their ads from Fox News host Sean Hannity's show, which led to a boycott and videos of fans smashing their Keurig machines in the streets. However, you know what happened to Keurig? What? Uh, they kept making coffee, and their parent company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, has seen an increase of annual gross profits reaching $7.3 billion in 2022. Wow. So what am I saying here? These companies that have gone woke, I assume there's people that are crunching the numbers and are saying, is this good for our bottom line or not? Mm. According to Rolling Stone, it has helped these companies. But something's different has happened in these yes. days. Yes. Something different is happening. Something's up this sleeve. And we're going to hone in on exactly what's happening with Bud Light. Mm. Okay? So we just talked about companies that went woke. The NFL, Nike, Amazon, Kellogg's. It didn't necessarily hurt their bottom line. But Bud Light, this butt's for you because you just lost $6 billion in one week after your partnership wow. with Dylan Mulvaney. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Here's this right. Here's the article right here uh, in the Daily Mail. Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser Busch InBev, has lost more than six billion dollars in market cap in just six days. I gave them seven days. Fuck it. They said no. Six days. Mm. Uh, you, God rested on the seventh day, <laughs> homie. We're gonna do this in six days after Dylan Mulvaney partnership backlash. Mm. Nat, what's your thoughts on Bud Light right now? Uh, I mean, I never really drank Bud Light. <coughs> Women usually don't really drink beer often. <laughs> You're trying to say that women don't go home and crack open a nice can of Bud Light when they get home? Not the women that I know. Damn. Not the women that I know. Okay. Very shocking. Well, they though. lost $6 billion in one week. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. What you think of Bud Light? Are you anti-Bud Light now? Yeah. Are you going to go home and crack open a nice, cool Bud? Mm -hmm. Or do you not care? Or does this not matter yeah, to you Joey, at all? Maybe Joey, if you can figure out how to do a poll. I don't know. Yeah. You can figure out, are you uh, in favor of what Bud Light has done or not? Joey, if it's too much to you, don't worry about it, because I need you to pull this up. For those of you that have been sleeping under a rock for the last week, let's pull up two of the ads mm. that Bud Light used with Dylan Mulvaney yes. to basically roll out their Bud Light campaign. I believe there's two, one for March Madness mm -hmm. and one where he's bathing in a bubble bath. Jesus. <laughs> <coughs> you okay? Got you joking. <laughs> Got me choked up over here. Got me choked up. <laughs> Joey, let's see if we can find that Twitter ad Got it. Uh, the, of his first campaign with Bud Light for the Final Four. Here it is. Let's hit that volume and let's play. Oh. Impressive carrying skills, right? I well, got I some Bud Lights light, for I us. think it's this lady. So, <laughs> I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness. 
and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something just to do you, with homie. sports. <laughs> and I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. Okay. This month, Pause I celebrated it. You've seen my this commercial. She, it's been going around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> do I think that Dylan Mulvaney is going home and cracking open a mother sucking Bud Light? No, maybe a skinny margarita, maybe a cosmopolitan, but, maybe a spicy but margarita. Maybe she is. Maybe okay. he is. Oh, you just. Maybe they should. are. Then there was the other ad where he basically was in a bubble bath. Because when I think of bubble bath, you know what I think of? Bud Light. <laughs> okay. Me too. <laughs> the estimated haul time is now less than 96 minutes. <laughs> I'm insulted. Matt, you want to get in that bubble bath? Oh, no. Sure. By the way, uh, we're good on that. By the way, I know that we've been we're, we're we're doing a buy one get one for Nat's bath water that's been on sale on Valuetainment website for months now. It's selling out like hotcakes. Make sure you guys get your membership. How much are you willing to spend <laughs> to buy Dylan Mulvaney's bath water? <laughs> Out of stock, y'all. <laughs> Out of stock. Yikes. So those are the most recent ads for Bud Light. But it made me think, Bud, Bud Light, they used to have other commercials that made me all, you know, feeling like a man. So I had my friend Joey kind of find those commercials. Joey, mm. see if you can find that one commercial with a waza. Fast forward 10 seconds, punch in. Hello? Yeah. Having a bud? What's up with you? Nothing. Watching game, having a bud. Yo, who's that? Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? Who's that? What's up? Yeah. Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie. Hey, Dookie. Yo. What's up? What's that? Yeah. Hold on. Hello? So what's up, B? Watching the game, having a bud. Just watching the game, wow. having a bud. I really like that. Guys, that was 20 years ago. I loved that, though. That okay. was really authentic. I can't tell you, for those of you not old enough to remember that, the, the everywhere we were, I was, what, that year, that came out, I think, in right around 2000. Mm. I was in college. You would walk into a college party as soon as you walked in with a case of Bud or Bud Light. Right. What do you think people would say when you walked into the party? <laughs> what is that? It took over the world. Yeah. Okay? And those are the people that were drinking the beer. People are enraged to see Dylan Mulvaney as a new face of Bud Light. Actually, someone actually did a new clip of this Bud, that, that commercial right there. Uh, basically sort of backlash mm. against Bud Light. It's a Bud Light commercial that they kind of repurpose. You have that clip? Mm-hmm. Today we salute you, Mr. Budweiser Head of Marketing Guy. Only you could take a beer and make it queer. Oh, no. 20 years of amazing ad campaigns, and this is where we end up. Not gonna buy it. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> anyway, that's on TikTok right there. 
But people are upset about this. Did you see what Kid Rock did? No. Kid Rock, American badass. Yeah. He ain't happy about this either. Kid Rock basically had a couple things to say about Bud Light. He said, hold my beer, Bud Light. Actually, I ain't drinking your beer. Let's show the people what Kid Rock decided to do. Uh-oh. Volume. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. You think he's happy about this? Um, <clears throat> doesn't look like it. You know, no, he don't look so good. So, you know, um, there, there's so much action going on right now that there's actually, pull up that Valuetainment article if you can. Mm. It's, 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 again, we framed the conversation with get woke, go broke. Right. Okay, and we basically highlighted a lot of companies that quote unquote went woke, but it actually helped their bottom line. But again, this Bud Light situation just feels a little different. I don't mm. remember people taking out their fucking <laughs> semi-automatic and yes, mowing and down Nike right. or mowing down Keurig machines. Yeah. This feels different. This is basically piercing right at the heart of Americana. I'm a beer. I'm a hardworking man. I want to get home cracking open a cold bud. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone, woman. I'm drinking my beer. Yeah. And you're upsetting men. I think that's what's happening. You're basically alienating your core base to basically try to go after a market that probably has no interest in drinking your product. Yeah. So we're going to see how that works out for them. But you want to say something? Yeah, I think, I think what's also so different today is that this type of part of the wokeism um, is being forced down your throat. I feel like back then and like through these like innovative campaigns, it's like little things that like, okay, I see your point, I see your point. There's a there's an audience for it, there's a group of people for it. But when you have like something like this where like the audience is so small and then you're trying to like force it into people who mm -hmm. aren't like okay with it, that's where you have these like that's was kind of a scary reaction. Yeah, like, exactly. And speaking to pull of so that small, out, I'm like, whoa, like that's that's a lot. Speaking of small, that. I know you did some research about how many trans people are out there yeah. in America and the world. What kind of research do you have on that? What numbers do you have? Um, let me show you. Actually, let me pull it up real quick for you. I so actually have while you're doing that, see if you yeah. can pull up that Valuetainment article about that bar owner, Joe. <clears throat> oh, you have it right there. Just scroll to the top. That's fine. We'll come back to you now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, interesting article right here. So if you can, if you can go to that. So it's a, the, the title of the article is Bud Lightning Rod. Restaurant owner says transgender controversy is leading to fights. Basically, people are seeing others drink Bud Light and they're getting super upset and they're starting fights over it. Now, listen, if you know anything about your boy Saz over here, I've been to every single bar, lounge, club, in-house, outhouse, tailgate, everything there is, I've been there, done that. Usually... You have to start getting drunk before the fights start. That's kind of drinking 101. You get beer muscles, right. try to get tough, then fights start breaking out. We've all been there. Now, fights are starting before the drinking even starts. Hey, let me get a bud. What'd you order, boy? <laughs> Bang. 
It's a no-go. It's like, it's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, people are boycotting and fighting people because they're drinking Bud Light. So it usually happens, you know, they say you get beer goggles, yes. right? You know, you get a little drunk. Next thing you know, that three's looking like a nine. I don't know. Turn that six upside down. It's a nine. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I just came home with this girl. Turns out she's got a, I don't know, she's a little hairy. She got a mustache. Next thing you know, she got dick. Oh, what just happened? Where are we right That's now? Some beer goggles. <laughs> But now people, you know, aren't, aren't even waiting to get drunk it's a Bud to start goggles. fighting. Bud Light the Bud goggles. Light goggles. <laughs> people getting upset. Now, let me know if you're waiting for that. But basically, yeah. uh, Megyn Kelly, who I respect, former Fox host, for, former uh, NBC host, I believe, she basically highlighted essentially what was going on in the Bud Light marketing campaign's uh, next innovation of what led to this. See if you can find that YouTube clip of Megyn Kelly. Do you have that? You're allowed to talk, Joe. Not yet, not yet. Okay. But basically, she um, played a clip of the marketing executive who was responsible for coming up with this campaign. So I think I gave you the timestamp as well. It's in, the, it's in there. I want to say it's like six something, five something. Do you have that? You know the number? Let me, t let me just tell you what it is right quick. Bear with us. Technical difficulties. We all know what happens here uh, on the Sazcast. Can't win them all. But basically, it is, I want to say 5.30 in real quick. Um, I'm going to find it. 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 7.15. 7.15. Play at one and a half speed. <clears throat> was safe for her to do podcasts and say what she really thought. She apparently didn't see the shitstorm that was about to rain down on her and her brand thanks to her stupid marketing campaign. Listen to her. So I had this super clear mandate. It's like mm -hmm. we need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand. And my what I brought to that was a belief in, okay, what, is, what, do, what does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. You've got to see people who reflect you in the work. And we had this hangover. I mean, Bud Light had been kind of a brand of bratty, kind of out-of-touch humor, and it was really important that we had another approach. So, keep going. So, she went this way and went on to say it's essential that the brand attract more female and younger drinkers. Otherwise, there will be no future for Bud Light. Because this, this, Eliana, is what she thinks women will support. That women want a fake pretend woman who mocks us at every video Dylan Mulvaney releases to be the face of our beer. That's, that's her understanding of what women want. Mm. Boom. So, there is something I think interesting. More than anything, if you can just pull up the uh, the image of those three women speaking, this is why I'm highlighting women speaking. Because there's people out there they're gonna be out there. It's like Adam, you're a dude. Who gives a shit? Right. I don't care what your opinion is. It's like, well, let's hear what the ladies have to say, what Natalia has to say, what Megan right. Kelly has to say, what the two ladies on her panel has to say, because they're the ones that kind of should be be offended the most. Yes. By what she calls pretend women. And it's very interesting that the marketing executive, she said, you know, Bud Light has always been sort of this fratty, out of touch humor, dudes joking around. Uh, newsflash marketing executive, that's who drinks your beer. Yeah, that's your market. That's where you guys should stay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, but we'll see. So, uh, so Megyn Kelly weighed in on that. 
And uh, I think there's an article about what Bud Light has had to say mm. in response of this. Do you have that, Joe? Yeah, Do you know, take a guess what Bud Light has had to say about everything that's happened. Take a guess. I think that they're going to say um, uh, maybe they're down, but they're going to come back up. It's only okay. just the beginning. That's Well, here's, let's hypothesis. take a look at what they had to say. There's an article, I believe. But like, go silent? Uh, they haven't said shit. <laughs> <laughs> They've just gone silent. Yeah. They're basically saying, uh, it's kind of like if you've ever done something wrong, mm -hmm. you know, your girlfriend catches you doing something wrong, your parents find out, it's like, why did you do that? You're just like, <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I'm like, hey, Nat, how you feeling? <laughs> don't make fun of me. I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't feel like talking right now. I just have my days. So they've gone completely silent. So um, this, is, um, this is the next question right there. I can't even read my fucking handwriting there. I got to take some handwriting classes right there. Um, so ultimately, what am I saying about Bud Light? Um, we started the whole conversation off with like going woke kind of doesn't lead you to go broke. Right. But I don't remember this type of selective outrage over any other brand because of Bud Light. Because I feel like when you're attacking Bud Light and you're infusing the mm -hmm. trans Dylan Mulvaney thing, you're kind of attacking America itself. Correct. Like kind of like, you know, don't fuck with apple pie. Don't fuck with our beer. Don't fuck with the flag, right? Don't fuck with sports. America, it's like, that's where you're going to sort of trigger backlash. Yes. We don't necessarily care. Keurig, Kellogg's, like these aren't like brands that you basically would identify as like Americana. Yeah. But Bud Light, you don't, <laughs> that's American iconic shit. I think that people are getting real upset I over that. I want to say, I think one of the reasons maybe they're getting so upset is because something like beer is more geared towards men, you know? Yeah. So when you have someone who's is a man and then they're representing men like this as dr drinking that beer, it's not a good look. Like now it's like men, like manly men when they're drinking Bud Light, you're going to think like, oh, Dylan Mulvaney, like yeah. you're drinking a beer that Dylan Mulvaney, like uh, do you relate to someone like that? A lot of the time when you're using an item and from an influencer, it's because you relate to that influencer. So now they're choosing the influencer that you're forced to relate to. And a lot of men don't relate to an um, influencer you like think? that. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> I How many assume. dudes out there are like getting home, cracking open a Bud Light, and then just getting to a bubble bath with a, bra a bikini on. Do the dance. And just cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Uh, not many. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I hope no, not. No, that's not a thing. So let's go deeper here. What do you think is going to happen to Bud Light? But more importantly, who owns Bud Light. Mm. So, you know, Bud Light is not an independent brand. They are owned by, Anhe they were, were owned by Anheuser-Busch, mm -hmm. but Anheuser-Busch was basically purchased by a company called InBev. So the company is now called Anheuser-Busch InBev. Do you know how many beers this company owns? How many? Take a guess. I don't know. I don't okay. drink beer. I don't know I have, numbers. No I, don't, I don't know. I don't drink beer, so okay. I wouldn't know. I know like Heineken, not, Budweiser. Not 10, not 20, not 50. Not a hundred, hundreds of, beer. of beers. Wow. Show the image of how many beers these guys, just the image if you can. That's, oh, the, that's, that's the article. So these are the 224 beer brands that are basically owned now. This is an older article. They're owned by just this one company, wow. Anheuser-Busch 
InBev. Mm. So if you're like, fuck it, I'm done with Bud Light. I'm drinking a Corona. Yeah, they own Corona, okay? Wow. Uh, you know what? I'm not drinking a Corona. Uh, I'm going to drink a Modelo. They own a Modelo. They own Stella. They own Michelob Ultra. They own Michelob. Uh, there's a whole list of the beers. See if we can pull that, that up, brother. Photo. It's a photo. Wow, that's a little scary. So even if you were go to, to go United to an States, alternative. Just go all the way down. There is so many These are just the United States brands. There's actually an image that we can show if you're done, you're done showing this, but we'll read these things. So here are all the beers. This is just in the United States. There's obviously we can get into mm. We got Blue Moon. We got Bud. We got Budweiser. We got Bush. We got Coors. We got Goose Island Brew. We got Hans. We got Henry. We got Hop Around Amber Wheat. We got Ice House. We got Keystone Light. We got Landshark. Keep going down. We got Michelob, we got Michelob Ultra, we got Miller, we got Milwaukee's Best, we got Natural Ice, Natty Light, Natty Ice, all the Natty cheapest beer out there. We got Natty Del Valle right here. But Holy shit, what is happening right now? We got Rolling Rock, we got Shock Top. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. And that's just based on American brands. Wow. This is an international conglomerate. If we can just scroll, we don't mean to stop. Just these are all the beers in all different wow. countries. Here they go, here they go, here they go. Go to Belgium. Be the top dog, guys. I mean, you're the top dog. Go to dog, Belgium. You What's a Belgium beer? Okay. I don't know. I don't know why I picked Belgium. But, yeah, right? But the point is, you may, bud, you may boycott Bud Light, mm -hmm. but if you're a beer drinker, are you going to boycott Anheuser-Busch InBev? Because you're going to have to go way down Super. the list to find a beer that's right for you. You know, I say this, this Bud's for you. Mm. Well, yeah, this fucking Bud is for you because whether you're, you're drinking Bud Light, Anheuser, Michelob, Natty, Stella, Corona, one of those beers is most likely going to be for you. So, so would you say now, because seeing all this, there is a big opportunity for someone to come and make a new beer, right? And provide a beer that the majority of the audience would go to because yeah. of this. I think what that's the, an opportunity. Dude, I, I'm, I'm more of a whiskey guy, but I, um, every time I go to a bar with a buddy, he always orders, what are those beers that are like, it's kind of, help me out here, guys. Apples. No, no, you're going to apple cider. They're like, oh, I want, it's like a. Angry Orchard. Stop it. It's like a certain time. <laughs> I want one of the. Uh, in-house brews, fuck me with my life. It's uh, um, some beer. You guys know what I'm talking about. Check the comments right now. It's sort of like Happy Dad. No, it's not a beer. It's not a beer brand. Sammy it's Gale. a type of beer. Type of beer. It's like it's like the cool beer. It's cool uh, beer. Come on, guys. It's like what they drink in Brooklyn. Okay. Help me out here, guys. Craft beer. Craft beer. Craft beer. Who Thank said you. that? Uh, that Tor was Esito Rusco. Thank Asito, you. Esito, you just want a free case of Bud Light. Yeah. Respect. Yikes. Thank you. Craft breweries, all that kind of stuff Yikes. like that. I think that's the term. I could be completely wrong right here. I don't know. IPA? IPA. IPA. I who said IPA? IPA. The first one who said IPA, I think it was further. Uh, it was Rob Boradex. Congratulations, Rob. You just want a free case of Bud Light. Uh, Stop giving yes, them this. Yes, <laughs> that, that type of beer. What yes. would they call it again? IPA. 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 My buddy's always, I'll take an IPA. What do you got as an IPA? Oh, I've heard that. So I think those types of beers are on the come up. I'm not, they, dude, Anheuser-Busch, uh, InBev might even own those too. I don't mm. know. But the point is this. If you're going to boycott Bud Light and you're just going to replace it with a, di a different beer, is that really going to affect the company's bottom line? I don't know. Mm. This company is so globalized and owes so many so many different brands that just because you hate Bud Light 
Might not work out so well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a beer drinker. Shout out to whiskey. Now, if Crown Royale, uh -oh. you know, that's my drink. That is If they drink. went woke, oh, you, you son of a... Okay. I might as well. <laughs> I tell you, I just came from that country music festival tour, too. I got my country on. <laughs> Met some nice country women. Wait, wait for that episode to come out where yeah. we just filmed that.